We're going to talk land values, news out of Tyson Foods this week, and much more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast that starts now. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Happy Thursday, everybody. Yeah, I, woke up this, week. I woke up this morning thinking it was Friday. It's not. And I was excited to knock the week out. Most of our podcast uh, recordings are on Thursdays. That's, yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah, amazing how that works. You get getting a little foggy in the brain there, old yeah, man. Yeah, you know, sometimes I, I am a year older this week. Uh, so uh, maybe when's the, your birthday? Maybe it was Monday. It was. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Happy well, birthday. You, you belated. Me. Yeah. Are you lying? No, no. no. Trying to make Monday. me feel bad on it was purpose. Monday. It was Monday. <laughs> Uh, it, it, was really, it was really his birthday. Brian can so, back me up. Yeah. I'm 42. Mm. So maybe maybe it is brain fog. I don't yeah. know. Well, how's 42 feel? I, just, I turned 37 just a few weeks ago or about a month ago. So 40, I was not afraid. Like 40 was kind of like, eh, it's, it's a milestone, but yeah. whatever. After that, I, I think I'm to that stage of quick counting, sort of. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Uh, meaning like I don't know. I don't really feel different. i tell you when I did feel different after dinner because my wife and daughter uh took me to have sushi at Kamiri up in Hillcrest. That's a good one. Man. How many rolls did you eat? Two? Dose. Yeah. Yeah. The bad thing about sushi though, after you eat it, like two hours later you're hungry again. Hungry again, yeah. <laughs> well, luckily it was for dinner, so we, you know, it was kind of bedtime. But actually I couldn't finish them. They were so big. I showed Brian a picture yesterday, like their their sushi rolls are so I'm usually two is yeah. my, my go to. Problem was I went two specialties instead of one like regular mm, high dollar sushi rolls. Yeah, birthday. It's your birthday. birthday. You, you one of, one of them did have shaved filet mignon on it. Wow. Yeah, buddy. Man, high roller. Uh, I stopped Fancy. just I stopped <laughs> just short of the one that they set on fire before they bring it out to your table. I couldn't spend that. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't spend that. I go, ooh, ah. <laughs> I, I actually asked, I was like, they're not going to light this on fire, are they? And he's like, no, not this one. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, well, let's see. What else? Um, speaking of food, shout out to um, Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry, Ronnie Ritter, yeah. uh, his wife, uh, Steve Wildman Wilson, uh, all came by this morning and brought some uh, delicious home uh, baked goods. Uh, for us to enjoy some muffins, uh, banana bread. Yeah, apparently I missed all that. I, mean, I saw the commotion in the office, but I, yeah. I missed out on the food. Yeah. Well, and uh, just to clarify, his wife is not Steve Wildman Wilson. That's the way when <laughs> the way you said that. I, I just <laughs> wanted everyone to know. Ronnie Ritter and his wife. His wife did all the cooking, and then they brought along with them Steve Wildman Wilson. Thank you for the clarification. Yes, I, am I appreciate happy that. To Words clarify. matter. Yeah. They do matter, and uh, you would think a public relations professional might catch that sort of thing. <laughs> it's hard uh, to be perfect. It's like, yeah, um, it was good. Uh, so we number one. Let me. Uh, sorry, I got ahead of myself. We have our interns, Norley and Taylor, in the house today. Welcome. It their last day is tomorrow. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah. So they came in asking all kinds of questions, wanting to know Brian how to 
operate all the equipment and stuff and you know I, we don't know me and you don't know how to do that mm, i just we're just, just, just yeah we good just looking faces here on camera talk. well uh, oh i just sat down and talked you know i mean that's what we did. <laughs> i guess i'm just here to so, look good then I, yeah you you look good i talk uh <laughs> <laughs> we got this covered but anyway uh you know i will tell you you guys have done a good job this summer of staying staying in tune asking good questions i think they're probably going to try and start up a rival podcast you think so yeah they were taking notes yeah taylor's pretty competitive it seems like so. oh okay yeah. i see yeah norley she is too okay um anyway that. uh did y'all get any of that breakfast this morning okay they're they're both so shaking their heads yes um this begs a question yeah sausage balls yeah or nay two-part question what's oh you're not you're not gonna give me the second part uh, well, you, it depends on what you say <laughs> about the well, first You said part. it was a two-part question, but it you is. only asked Sorry. The... Sausage balls, yeah or nay? And then, yeah, I'm going to hold on. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, but I've he, had bad sausage balls. He said yay or nay, not yes. <laughs> yay. So, <laughs> is that better? Yeah. That, Hooray is I was going to do the same thing. Yeah. So I just, so uh, you're going to correct yay. everybody. Okay. Yeah. So the next question is, <laughs> when's the last time you ate one sausage ball? Ooh. Only one. Uh, not today. <laughs> it's like a Pringles situation. Though. It's impossible, yeah. in my opinion. And those things were delicious. I yeah. oftentimes will cheap out and buy the ones, the pre-made ones at the store, yes. and they just don't stand up to the homemade no. version. No. For some reason, sausage balls always remind me of church. They remind me of Christmas. <laughs> Christmas? Yeah. So, <laughs> like, we'd always have it after, like, church or, like, uh, if you got confirmed or... Yeah, a big event at church, the big breakfast layout. There was always sausage balls. Uh, always. Well, they got to be there. Yeah. Um, I, Matthew's not in here, which is disappointing, mm -hmm. um, because he had a take in the hallway, and I'm just wondering if y'all have ever heard of this before. He's he's eating a sausage ball walking down the hallway. He's like, God, I got to get away from these things. <laughs> I keep eating them, <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, I love them. They're, you know, so good. And he's like, Have you ever? gotten the red lobster biscuit mix oh and made sausage balls with that no. instead oh, of regular I've, bisquick i have i will attest i have not done that but i've had it and uh-huh it's life-changing is it really it's very oh, good i'm doing this. it's so good oh we might do yeah. this this weekend yeah that sounds like i mean win. uh also i think so i think a sausage balls is a winter cooler weather yeah. food oh. probably because i associate yeah, it with yeah, christmas i would agree but I might have to. I might have well, to it just cracks me up because you know there was, there was, somebody sitting mm -hmm. in a Red Lobster and took a bite of that <laughs> cheese biscuit. And was like, oh man, you know what would be good with this? Yeah, breakfast sausage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either that, or they took them home after eating at Red Lobster and got yeah. up the next morning and had oh, some sausage. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like a leftover. Hey, yeah. here we yeah. go. Yeah, no so, free publicity. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Should have yeah. said that first. Well, but anyway, he says that's the way to do it, and I'm going to try it. You think we'll get a Red Lobster sponsorship out of this conversation? <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> we, we don't talk about seafood too often, but we'll see. If only. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Um, on to non-food-related topics, uh, but exciting news. We are launching uh, Arkansas Agriculture uh, online uh, next week, August 15th. And, and let me take a step back and explain that a little bit. This is a magazine that we used to put out yep. quarterly, I think. Uh, it's been a little while. Uh, that we took out a print uh, last year, I believe. And 
uh, wanted to bring it back, but in a in a format that could be easier to access, uh, more up to date, more sort of news focused, much like the show is. Uh, so we are bringing that back uh, as uh, Arkansas Ag uh, online, and that will be back on August fifteenth. If you follow our social channels, you have probably seen quite a bit of promo on this. I think today there was a five day countdown on it. Um, so anyway. Looking forward to that. We can't give you the URL right now because then you would all go there and that would be launching on August 10th, not There's August 15th. There today. There's stuff there. Okay. There's stuff right. there, but we just can't share it yet. <laughs> uh, so um, anyhow, make sure you check that out. A lot of the news that we cover on the show is going to be there yeah. after the fact. Um, there's going to be some exclusive video content there that you won't be able to get anywhere else. Uh, some farmer profiles, some things like that. So I, I'm really excited to see that go live. I know Shaley on our team has done a lot of hard work on that. Brian's done a lot of hard work on that. And um, it'll be nice to see that sort of come to fruition and, and yeah, be out I'm, there. I'm, oh, all the Ag Insiders. There we go. Oh, goodness gracious. I mean, what we're going to be famous after this. Yeah. I, I well, can't wait. No, I've been excited about it. We've been looking forward to it for a while. So yeah. 15th is going to be a big day. Yep, it will be. Uh, let me see. What else? Um Cultivating safe roads. Uh, this is our road safety uh, campaign and initiative that you guys have seen and heard. We talk about it in the middle of the show every week. Uh, and uh, we have a new uh, phase of that uh, program out this week, and that is a focus on rural roads and bicycles, uh, rural road safety and bicycles. And um, this is really important because if you uh, haven't been living under a rock or – um, away for a number of years, and you know that cycling as a sport has really taken an uptick oh, yeah. in the state of Arkansas. Uh, we have seen, of course, here in central Arkansas, we have several bike trails and things of that nature, bike races, you know, all this. Uh, northwest Arkansas has almost, c- cycling has almost become synonymous. It's a northwest tourism Arkansas. destination now for mountain bikers. And yeah. cycling in general, they've had all those races yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and then and then some of the state parks incorporate these trails, uh, mountain bike trails. Uh, we're seeing uh, areas. My parents live uh, over in Crittenden County, mm-hmm. and, and I know there's there's a bike trail that will you can ride your bike on gravel all the way to Memphis from Arkansas. You know, yeah. I mean, there's there's just so much of this uh, down where your in laws are. There's trails down there now. Yeah, you, uh, you actually might could ride from Mif- to Memphis from Helena. You might be able to. I know um, you can drive all the way down or ride all the way to Snow Lake. I think on that, yeah that trail. I think Matthew's been on it actually. Yeah, he has. Um, and then uh, down around Bradley County. Anyway, point being, we are seeing these trails really pop up and 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 cycling take off. I think it's a it's it's it's. It's many millions uh, dollar industry for the state as far as economic driver goes, and so we we heard concerns from our members about um, keeping farmers safe and farmers keeping cyclists safe yeah. uh, on these rural roads and 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 gravel uh, riding has really taken off because frankly it's it's much safer than riding on the side of a highway or or yeah. a city street. Um, anyhow. So we, we released a conversation between Wes Evans, who's a member of the Benton County Farm Bureau Board and a farmer, livestock farmer up, up there in Benton County, and then Andy Chastain, who's really a leader in the cycling industry, especially in Arkansas, but really nationwide. And um, these guys just sat down and had a conversation. Matthew and I were uh, lucky enough to be there for that conversation. Um, and 
they just sat down and sort of talked, hey, as a farmer, um, what are some things I you could tell me to help me yeah. while I'm out riding my bike? And then and then Wes asked Andy the same question. Insights from farm, both parties. Yeah, as a cyclist, tell me something I need to know, you mm-hmm. know. And, and it was really an interesting conversation. We put this out, uh, I want to say Monday, and this thing has got – it's in the – it's in the – double digits thousands of views i mean it's it has really taken off i think it's really good um so i think it's cool there's more to come on that front um and but just keep an eye out and and i just want to stop and say this we could not have done this we we have worked in in partnership uh with the runway with runway group and their arkansas r3 campaign which is respect rural roads yeah um to to do some of this work as well and we're really grateful for them uh we've been partners on their initiative Mm -hmm. they've helped us on this one so anyway just wanted to say that and well you know that's i've always thought or always said that if you're not involved in agriculture on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. then you're you're very disconnected from it Mm -hmm. you know and you know you eat food you wear these clothes and you live in a house so you're a part of agriculture one way or another but if you're not exactly uh involved in the production or any assistance of the industry Mm -hmm. then it's hard to be a in the know yeah you know so yeah. having that video and that conversation i think is a good start to go in a long way and what we can do with each other yeah well it's just it, the other thing about it is is it's just there's sometimes there's just some mechanics some details that you need to know to keep somebody safe one of the, look i've worked in agriculture for over a decade yeah and i didn't know i didn't it never crossed my mind that tractors are set up to see the work you're doing not the road around you yeah. and that's one of the points west makes is like this tractor is built to to for me to see the ground and what i'm what i'm working on yeah. not people who want to come up and pass me behind me you know and he says like sometimes if i know i'm going to take a left turn i see somebody behind me i'll sort of swing out and drive in the middle of the road a little bit so they know something's gonna yeah. happen you know yeah. and i thought that was so cool okay well next time i'm on a bike mm-hmm. hey i'll watch for that signal you know, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and to add to so. my previous comment, like on the on the farmer's side, you probably don't have a whole lot of time to ride a bicycle, right? If right. you're working all the time. Right. So what what opportunity do you know have to find or find more information about what cyclists are doing on a day to day basis or why they're out there? Yeah. You know, and not where you think people should be riding bikes. So it, I think, it, like, again, it was a really good opportunity for both sides to come together and try to help each other. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. So go check it out. It's on Facebook, YouTube, all, all that good stuff. You can you can find it. It won't be won't be difficult to find. And thank you. If, you, if you're one of our County Farm Bureau offices who has shared that on, on Facebook or social media, thank you for doing that because I, we've gotten a lot of good, warm reception uh, over that over that uh, content. Uh, well, uh, let's – I've got crop progress. Is there anything we need to cover? Because that's going to get us right into the news. No. Any, nothing on the top of your head? No. Uh-huh. Ladies, anything? No. They say no. They're just ready we've to get out little, of here. We've had some abnormal rain again. We, we have. And that, uh, I'm not mad at it. That uh, was going to be at the end of the crop progress, but we can open with that. I've gotten probably inch and a half at my house this have week. Yeah. Some storms. I don't know. I have not talked to anybody in north central, northeast Arkansas. Maybe I don't know if you have. I know y'all have got family up in uh, Stone County, but I know there was supposed to be some weather, severe weather up there last night, Craighead, up around that area. I have no idea if that I came to fruition. Well, I know Nora Lee was up in Harrison yesterday and there was rain. So yeah. 
Yeah. Well, there's supposed to be some severe weather moving across the top sort of third of the state last night. And I saw it on the map, but I, I don't know if it turned severe or not. They were concerned about wind and large hail. and You know, anyhow, last thing we need is more severe weather this summer. No kidding. Man. All right. Well, that said, I have been given a theme for each of the pro- crop progress reports, uh, crop progress updates on the show. And this for this week, let's just say if we had a the budget, we could play the Jefferson's theme song. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Well, trivia time. Based on that, Ooh, how, how can you predict what what sort of the outlying theme of this uh, of this report's going to be? Uh, how how much time do I have? Can I read this? <laughs> <laughs> Moving I, on I, up. I, I, I'm going to say. Yeah, moving yeah. on up. Positive yeah. vibes. That is. Hey, it is positive vibes. Take it in. Uh, the state's corn crop corn crop saw a slight uptick this week. Uh, and I lost my place just like that. <laughs> <With> <laughs> about uh, 60% of the crop rated it good to excellent, and another quarter of the crop in the fair column. I drove down to your hometown this week. Did you? Uh, you were there yesterday. There I was guess, a lot of us I'm, in Stuttgart yeah, this week. Yeah. Um, and I saw some quite a bit of corn turning brown. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure it will not be long before we get going on yeah. that. Uh, cotton also looks a little better this week. Now around 67% in the good, excellent uh, column, and rate and with 20% rated as fair, also an improvement, like I said, um, over last week. Peanuts have also ticked back up over last week. Now more than 80% good to excellent. Yeah. Uh, moving back towards the 90% that we saw just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um Rice, if you'll recall, was the only crop to see an improvement in, quali- in quality in last week's report. Uh, that increase continues this week with almost three-quarters of the crop in good to excellent condition. I've also driven by a lot of rice this week and talked to some farmers who are ready to go, they say, probably next 10 days or so yeah, um, before they start harvesting rice. Does that line up with what? Yeah, that's exactly what I heard the other day at a policy development Really, meeting. yeah. Uh, and they were re- getting ready to pull water off. And then it'll be about ten days after that. Yeah. I saw a lot of corn in between Mariana and Hughes. Uh-huh. That it's not far off either. Uh hadn't really seen any soybeans turning yet, other than what I saw coming back from uh, the beach the other week. Yeah, uh successful farmer but good looking beans. had a note. They they write about uh Matt Miles a lot down in Deshay County. Mm-hmm. And I think they said they were gonna start harvesting, but um I, you know, I mean that's sort of an anomaly. Yeah. Um I did uh, see some rice had had been cut last week uh, that had been really? delivered to Pine Bluff. Yeah, really? the rice mill. Huh, that's interesting. I think there was another spot in Delta somewhere too. Yeah. All right. Well, Cornerstone Farms. I think that's yeah. Cornerstone yeah. Farms. Cornerstone huh. Farms. Well, it's upon us. I can assure you. Uh, moving on to soybeans, uh, we got a little bump this week here as well. Uh, almost sixty-five percent of the crop is in good to excellent condition, and only thirteen percent is rated poorly right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll wrap up with livestock and hay conditions. I'm sorry to say, but this seems to be uh, continuing that negative trend that we've seen uh, really most of the summer. The alfalfa crop shows uh, to have only 2% in the good to excellent column, uh, and more than half is rated as fair. Uh, livestock reports uh, about 30% of, this, of the state's inventory at good to excellent with half rated as fair. Um, so we continue to see challenges there. Uh, like I said, we supposed to have some storms last night um, in, in the northern third of the state. Uh, hopefully that didn't do uh, too much damage. And, uh, you know, we're just con- kind of continuing on this 
we were dry for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I thought you were onto something. So did I, but I'm um, glad I wasn't. Yeah, I am too. Because I hadn't, hadn't, I haven't had to water my yard all that much. Man, I don't know. I have. Have you? Yeah. These past few or weeks, like once I'd a say. week, I think is kind of my average. Yeah. But I, I'm used to watering three times a week. Yeah, that's what I've been doing three times a week. You must but, have a really nice yard. No, but I, you know what? A utility tore my yard up and put some mm. sod down, and I've been trying to keep that alive. Take the Take the uh, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, well, let's dig into the news. All right. I think that's a good idea. So uh, agricultural land values and cash rent prices are on the rise again this year. Oh, boy. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. It can be a bad thing. It just depends on what kind of position you're in. Right. Uh, In an American Farm Bureau article published by uh, agricultural economist Daniel Munch, it was reported that U.S. agricultural land values per acre increased by 7.4%, mm. or $280 from 2022. Mm. So Mooch cited his information from USDA NAS Land Values 2023 Summary Report, which was released on August 4th, uh, just the other day. The last year, uh, Just last year, from 2021 to 2022, uh, land values increased 12%, or two, $420 per acre. Mm-hmm. Cash rents for ag land have also seen an increase from 2022. Cropland cash rent rose 4.7% to $155 an acre and 7.1% to $15 an acre for pasture lands. Mm-hmm. These are all uh, nationwide averages. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. average farm real estate value set a record at $4,080 an acre. This measurement includes the value of all land and buildings on farms. So just not the land, but all the okay. structures on yeah. the farm as well. This is a 7.4% or $280 per acre increase from last year and is the second highest increase since USDA began the survey in 1997. Wow. Uh, Mooch contributes with these increases to a multitude of different variables, such as areas producing high-value crops. Uh, He kind of contributed or was kind of an example would be like wine or specialty crops, these crops that are Mm. uh, a lot of high-value, I guess, margin crops. Yeah. Urban areas also applying pressure for new developments. So, like your bigger urban areas that are running out of room to develop. Northwest Arkansas. Northwest Arkansas would be one. Yep. Uh, where am I? Uh, high commodity prices, of course, would be one. Mm-hmm. Uh, new government programs such as CRP and investors looking for a safer return on investment during inflation who are investing in farm ground. Mm. Yeah. Cropland values alone rose to $5,460 per acre, which is an increase of 8.1% from 2022. Although marginally, this is more than an in, this is more than the increase of seven point eight percent from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty one. So we saw a bigger increase this year than we did last year, but two years in a row, pretty substantial increases. Yeah, in no values. doubt. Um, pasture land values rose to a thousand dollars or one thousand seven hundred sixty dollars per acre on average, and is up six point seven percent from twenty twenty two. This is a smaller increase than we saw in twenty twenty two from twenty twenty one. Of eleven point five percent, that should be. It should be noted though that in the last seven years prior to 2020, 2021, pasture land values saw little to no change. So it wasn't until the last two years that the pasture land value started to increase. Started to increase. Yeah, uh, the average U.S. cropland rent increased four point seven percent to one hundred fifty five dollars an acre from twenty twenty two. Irrigated cropland rents increased four point four percent to two hundred thirty seven dollars per acre while non-irrigated cropland rents increased 5.2% to $142 per acre. And pasture land cash rents increased 7.7%, reaching $15 an acre. 
a lot of a lot of numbers. So I hope you yeah. will stay with me. About a hundred bucks premium on irrigated land. Yep, exactly. So just to finish this off, Mitch made comments in his article in which I 100% agree with. Uh, rising cash rents are putting more pressure on producers who rely on rented ground to run their operations. Uh, this coupled with inflation and high input costs are putting heavy strains on producers. But on the other hand, again, what I mentioned earlier, it depends on what situation mm, you're in. Yep. If you are a landowner and you're not dependent on cash rent uh, prices, then you're happy with the increase in equity that your land has experienced. And then I also wanted to include some Arkansas averages here. Mm-hmm. Uh, ag land value as a whole uh, in Arkansas is up to three thousand six hundred dollars. Uh, that's a one percent increase from last year. Cropland value is uh, three thousand dollars one hundred three thousand one hundred eighty dollars. It's a two two percent increase from last year. Mm-hmm. Pasture land again uh, two thousand dollars two thousand nine hundred dollars, and it is also another two percent increase from last year. And cropland cash rent is at one hundred nineteen dollars an acre. Uh, which is a one percent increase. Yeah, so that's that's really interesting. Um, so Arkansas, you know, looking at the national average, very yeah. better, but yeah, the state's um, looking better still than the national average for sure. At uh, thirty one hundred dollar or almost thirty two hundred dollar cropland value. Yeah, and minus. what I took from this, it, I was trying to think. I mean, it kind of focused in on the last two years. We've seen a, some pretty substantial increases compared yeah. to prior years from there. So, what in the last two, three years has been Put a that. big issue? And the well, only thing I can think a, of, there was the pandemic. I was going to say, there's so a big COVID that I can think of. What did what kind of impact did COVID have on that? And was it supply chain issues? The commodity prices went up. Input prices have gone up. I mean, inflation. Uh, inflation. I mean. Crop prices have been great. Yeah. But on top of that, you've got high inflation. You have high inputs. Well, if you think about it first, the low interest rates and, low interest and, rates. and a lot of cash on hand. Yep. And then you get into inflation. And like you said, all the input costs increases. But then one uh, one line item in that article was that investors are looking or investing in more farmland than they used to. Well, we talked about Northwest Arkansas. I mean, there's a company in Northwest Arkansas, founded in Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. All they do is sort of micro-investing, and I, apologies if I've miscategorized that, but yeah. in, in, in cropland across the country. Yep. So you can come in and bring a 1000 bucks. I can bring a 1000 bucks, and we can join 100 other people and buy a farm in Nebraska. Yep. You know, so, um, I mean, I'm oversimplifying that. I want to be very clear about that. But, um, but you know. I mean, to, to your point, there are companies that were built for non-farmers to invest in farmland. Absolutely. You know, and so. I, I think that's another driver as well. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's a, that's a good story. Y'all did an Ag Insider on that. I we think, did. Last uh, year. Jake, uh, I think Tyler did that or one yeah, or the other. Yeah, I'd be curious if, if they're planning to do that again. Let us know if they do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Next up, we have some really unfortunate news from here in Arkansas. Uh, news that will certainly impact factory workers and farmers alike. Uh, Tyson Foods announced this week that it will close uh, four plants in October, uh, one in Arkansas, one in Indiana, and two in Missouri, employing uh, nearly 3,000 people. Uh, this has been widely reported. We'll rely on reporting from uh, John Magsum at the Arkansas Democrat Gazette for our news here on the show. The announcement came as part of a third quarter's earning call on Monday, August mm-hmm. 7th. The North Little Rock plant, uh, the only Arkansas facility with the North Little Rock plant, um, 
being the only Arkansas facility impacted at this time will affect 339 workers. Uh, the Wall Street Journal also reported on the announcement, noting that the Arkansas-based meat processor reported a $417 million quarterly loss in low, on lower sales. Wow. Uh, shares of Tyson's stock fell by nearly 4% on the heels of the news out of Springdale. So. The reporting from Wall Street Journal notes that the company's stock has dropped nearly 40% in the last 12 months. So uh, you see a trend there That's tough. Um, that led to this. Just a few months ago, Tyson closed two poultry facilities, one in Arkansas and one in Virginia, which impacted around 1,700 workers. Before that, in April, Tyson committed uh, to eliminating 15% of its senior leadership positions and 10% of its corporate roles yeah. as a whole. Uh, as we continue to follow the story, we'll not only be interested in the impact on those workers uh, in the facilities, but also uh, the impact on producers here in the state. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of producers out there that were planning on uh, filling those uh, those uh, facilities. Mm-hmm. That's so right. what's going to happen to that? Yeah, what happened to them? You know, what what kind of situation are they in now? Yeah, well, I happen to know that uh, as far as that farmer impact, we will have more on this this week. I know uh, as we speak, um, we're on the phone. Our our poultry uh, commodity division shares on the phone with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, talking to him about that. And then um, Chad on our PR team went up and talked to a couple of producers yesterday, and so we should have uh, more on that producer. Um, uh, perspective yeah. um, out and on our social channels by the end of this week. So keep an eye out there and, uh, you know, um, we'll continue to watch it. Really unfortunate situation, yeah. but, um, it's tough. you know, we'll just keep an eye on it. All right. Well, let's take a short break from the news to hear a reminder about keeping rural roads safe this time of year. Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment, especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads. It's so important that we work together to keep each other safe on the roads. This time of year, you may find yourself on the road with a farmer moving hay or moving large equipment, especially in rural Arkansas. Let's just all be sure to help one another cultivate safe roads. Now let's get back to the news. All righty. All right. Here's my last story for the day. All right. It looks, looks like a big one. Yeah, this is some good news. <laughs> you know? uh, so the Arkansas Department of Agriculture uh, is uh, made an announcement of a $5.6 million grant they, they're going to receive from USDA. Okay. Uh for the Resilient Food Systems Infrastructure Program to improve food supply chain operations and strengthen local food systems throughout the state. Hmm. Eligible entities include agricultural producers, processors, nonprofit organizations, local governments, tribal governments, and institutions. For complete details on eligible institutions, go to ams.usda.gov. So I just have a list here of what some of the things they're looking to accomplish 
oh, uh, okay. for or within this grant. So the RFSI program will focus on funding activities, and they include improving the middle of the supply chain operations. So here in the state of Arkansas, we have we have a, lot, a growing specialty crop industry, but we don't have a good supply chain to move that product. Mm. You know, we're not uh, we don't have the distrib- distribution. More of a direct to market, yeah, sort of a absolutely. Okay. So uh, also expand capacity for processing, irrigation, and distribution of agricultural products, like I just said, uh, to create better markets for producers, modernize manufacturing, tracking, storage, and information technology systems, enhance worker safety through the adoption of new technologies, or invest in equipment or facility improvements. That'd be kind of like wash pack stations on the farm or in these potential new facilities. Improve the capacity of entities to comply with federal, state, and local food safety requirements, which is a really big issue for a lot of our local food producers. Those mm-hmm. audits are really expensive, and they have to go through two at least a year. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, that's not including their water uh, testing as well, on-farm water. Wow. Yeah. Uh, improve operations through training opportunities. Support the construction of new facilities. Modernize or expand an existing f- facility. Uh, support the construction of wastewater management structures modernize processing and manufacturing equipment, and also develop, customize, or install equipment that reduces greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiency in water use, and improves in an in-or water quality and meets one or more of USDA's climate action goals. The Ag Department is developing a state plan to establish the priorities of this funding and is seeking feedback from the public for this uh, development for this plan. Interested parties are invited to submit comments until August 7th, 2023. Uh, the link is really lengthy uh mm-hmm. so i'm sure we can put this link in the uh, show notes if mm-hmm. anybody's interested in mm-hmm. giving public information uh but that's about all i have on that i was actually on a meeting for this planning of this grant right before i came here so really yeah well I, I know you said august 7th but i will tell you that form is still up and still live even though this oh it is, is Monday. Uh, it's so, actually the 10th today isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. there we go so maybe sneak Sneak in some uh, input if you got it there. So it basically, if a farmer's looking to do any of these items that you mentioned, uh, they might be eligible for some of this. Is Absolutely. That, is that how I'm yeah. interpreting So that the grant right? hadn't actually been released to people within the state to mm-hmm. apply for it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we're kind of in the, or the ag department's in the planning stages of trying to pinpoint exactly what are, what are the needs for the state and how this money could better uh, that industry here within Arkansas because each state's going to be different from the next. Yeah. And what are the needs that we have here and what is best going to um, improve or give opportunity for producers in the state to economically uh, benefit themselves? Yeah. Well, I just want to tell you, your uh, expertise in that specialty crops market knows no bounds. <laughs> and you always, seriously, you always <laughs> impress me, man. Well, I, I really appreciate it. It's something I, the I fact that doing. you know the steps that they have to go through water testing i mean that just blows me away that i don't know how you keep up with all that and it's really impressive. i don't know how i sometimes i just feel like i'm on a roller coaster you know <laughs> just holding on well <laughs> you do a wonderful job uh well let's wrap up this week with a little uh lost and found all right maybe not that lost and found but kind of like it okay uh the uh, and this is an arkansas ag department story too the ag department uh in the state announced this week the launch of the arkansas animal at large online reporting form and i did have a good uh cackle at that animal at large i was like what are they talking about but let me explain this new reporting form was developed to implement act 594 which was enacted during the 2023 regular session of the arkansas general assembly 
and will provide a statewide uh, method of notification of lost livestock. Uh, both those who have found livestock and those who have lost livestock may post notifications uh, with photographs and descriptions of the animals, the dates they were lost or found, and the county in which they were lost or found. Uh, the posted information will serve as the Arkansas uh, Ag Department's uh, publicly accessible record of all livestock currently in the custody of impounders within mm-hmm. the state. Uh, in addition to providing better avenues for enforcement and resolution of disputes, pardon me, Act 594 updated, modified, and clarified 25 statutes and repealed 59 antiquated laws regarding livestock running at large. This is a priority for us in the policy, uh, in our policy book, updating those fencing yeah. laws and things like that. And I know I talked to Jake Cartwright about all this, and and, and certainly he was involved in this while I was moving through the yep. session, and Mark Lambert also. Our, basically, Farm Bureau was involved in, in helping with this too. Prior to Act 594, many of the statutes regarding fencing and livestock running at large dated back to the 1800s, uh, with some statutes uh, not being sus- uh, sustained, uh, substantially altered since the 1940s. Uh, you can access the form. I wonder if they had any interesting language. I think uh, they did. <laughs> uh, in did. this. Uh, so anyway, uh, Buckaroo, you can access the form via the Ag Department's website or reach out to our Commodities Department for a helping hand. Which one uh, of us is Buckaroo? Either. Who is he talking to? Either. <laughs> I just wonder if Buckaroo is in that legislation. I mean, it was written in the 1800s. Uh, you know. I've already, we're still hearing conversations about this in the counties at yeah. PD meetings. So uh, meaning a, as a positive thing, that, and, that and being and able to, they're they're having issues with you know somebody has a wreck and goes to their fence and then they're not there when they come to, and nobody's a, a, yeah. or nobody's liable for fixing it because they couldn't find who, they who couldn't did it. Or who did cattle it. Yeah. get out and it's just it could be a nightmare situation. Well, it honestly it came up if you going all the way back up to the top of the show in that cycling uh, conversation between Wes and Andy, it came up in that conversation. Andy's like, hey, sometimes. We're out riding, and, and there's just a cow in the middle of the road. Like, w- what should we do? Like, if we're a cyclist, what, what's something we could do about that? And they share. You know, yep. he, he gives them a couple ideas, and maybe this should be added to that list. You know, take a couple photos, submit it. Maybe maybe that should be – we should be encouraging the cycling community to, to hop in on this too. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, I thought, I thought that was interesting. Like I said, Jake said we had done some work on it as well, so we wanted to – report on that today good deal and that wraps up the news check that was a long that was a long news portion it was it was a good one though yeah what do you have for us today brian <laughs> he just keeps nodding <laughs> he's like, so excited i do so the when uh taylor and norley came in here they asked him like do you have stump the host stuff he's like i've got some things is that the only I've thing I look things. forward to? Yeah, this? that's what they want. They just say, <laughs> hey, when, when these two go to look like idiots, we want to be here for <clears throat> Front row seat. Hell no. I try not to make you look like idiots or anything, <laughs> but it is time to play. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> he did it. I'm glad it's back. I'm glad it's back. All right. Well, what do you. That's interesting sound. Yeah, sounds like they're busy next door. Yeah, yeah. they're is, they want us to be done. That's a good thing. Or, yeah, yeah, that is. Good they're just thing. trying to let me know they're working in there. So. That's it. All right. Well, uh, you may know what this is. I'm going to butcher it. I know because yeah. it's a it's a hard one to pronounce. But Do your best. <laughs> <laughs> what is a 
Adake Makura. Adake Makura. Adake Makura. Adake Makura. Can you give us like a... Yeah, I mean, there's... Would use it in a sentence? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> like a spelling bee. Well, it's Japanese. Okay. Um, I'm feeling like I want to watch some TV or something. I'm going to go grab my Adake Makura. Oh, okay. Uh, we're calling her. Blanket? <laughs> Close. Close on the second one. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's a body pillow. Oh, okay. Body pillow. Yeah. Interesting. I've never had one of those. Uh, yeah. There's one. I think once you use one, you probably never go back. Yeah. So. Oh, man. But. Did your wife get that specialty pillow when she was oh, pregnant? No. You know the no. thing that looks like I know a what big she's thing? about. I didn't have anywhere to sleep after she got that. I will say I have a micro foam pillow. Is that mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like a Tempur-Pedic type pillow. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to take it with me wherever I go. Now. I, I like, have one of those, too. It's got the weird shape. It's yeah. got the divot in it. Mm-hmm. I love that thing. All right. Taki Mahura. <laughs> All right, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, true or false? Yeah. Eggplant is a vegetable. Oh, false. I'm going to say false. Especially that crops expert. Because mm-hmm. it has it? seeds. It's a fruit. It's a yeah. fruit. Yeah. And what what do they call an eggplant in the UK? It's not eggplant. I can't pronounce it. Do you know? I just saw this really? on the internet the other day. Yeah. Well, I don't know. And you don't know. Hang on. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thou shalt uh, not ask questions you don't know the answer yeah. to. Uh, is it something like a simple translation, like they call fries chips, or is it like no. a whole other? <laughs> no. I'll let thing. you pronounce this word. Mm, I'd rather not. <coughs> Albergine. Albergine. Okay. A-U-B-E-R-G-I-N-E. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. interesting. I'd like to know more of the story. But I like... When I first heard that question, I thought it was going to be like fries or chips. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, aubergine. Huh. Completely different word. Do you like fried aubergine? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll eat it. All right. You guys like true or false questions, so um, another one. All right. True or false. Okay. Santa Claus is a variety of melon. Um, I'm going to say false. True. It is true. Really? Santa Claus. Not watermelon, though. Yeah, I think that's what you said. Two to one, me. I just said melon. I didn't say what type of melon. Yeah, that's fair. um, One more. Where did the pineapple plant originate? It's not what what you would say. What would I say? Hawaii is the natural answer, I think. I'm going to say Brazil. Yeah, I was going to say somewhere closer to the equator. South America. Yeah, South America. Yeah. Um, speaking of watermelon and history, I don't. Do you? We've talked about this other another podcast on here before called Bear Grease. Yeah. Do you listen to it? Uh, yeah, when I have the chance. Yeah. Do you know it? Do you know? It? Is this guy's mm-hmm. from Arkansas? Clay, Clay Newcomb. Yeah. 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 He did this story. He did, he has an entire episode on on Arkansas and like the history. Anyway, it's a really interesting show. But they do these little sidebars, kind of like our deep dive. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name? Brent Reeves, the guy who's on the show with him. He does one on watermelon and oh, watermelon yeah. varieties in Arkansas. He tells a really cool story about um, the social aspect of watermelon. Yeah. And it's 
it's worth your time. I'd be happy to share a link with you. But it's it. it I listened to it like the day after Hempstead County was here bringing watermelon. It was just kind of timely. Anyway, he talks about three different varieties, but says there's hundreds of varieties, and he breaks down the genetic process of making seedless watermelon in an oh, entertaining yeah. way. So anyway, it's it's a cool yeah. it's a cool episode. It's twenty five minutes. It's shorter wow. than this show. So go listen to it. It's a, to it's that. a fun one. All right. Well, those are pretty good. Uh, we hey, I feel like we fared pretty well today. Did we? I kind of feel like it went long. <laughs> no, I mean on the trivia oh. and, and oh. that portion of it. Yeah. Did did he get a win on that one? Since he gets Brazil, <laughs> but it was actually <laughs> South America. I'll, I'll let it wow. slide. Yeah. What's funny ah. is I was going to say South America, but I thought I'd go a little bit more specific. So we so, tied. Yeah. I, no, I don't. <laughs> Look at, I don't know if we tied, but. <laughs> Look at him. Did he get a win? Yeah, Did he get one? He's got to know. He's got to know. All right. Well, that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas AdCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon. Find the video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure you subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. Yep, please do. It helps. And the Arkansas AdCast is brought to you. By the Arkansas Farm Bureau, I'm Jason Brown. And I'm John McMinn. And we'll see you next week.